Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. For this week's episode, I decided to, I guess, look back at a movie that I have not seen in quite a while. It's a movie that I think deserves a little bit more love and more views. And also, it's kind of strange that it's actually based off of a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel that I have read, and I think the movie is actually superior because of a couple different choices that they made for the film. But before we get too far into it, I think we should announce the movie. This is David Cronenberg's 2005 Viggo Mortensen and Maria Bello starring A History of Violence. A History of Violence tells the story of the Stahl family, mostly the story of Tom Stahl. And through a random act of violence, it changes his life and his family's life forever. However, there are secrets to Tom's life that his family did not know, and Tom's past could very well affect his future. So this is a heads up as well. If you have not seen this movie, I highly recommend you watch it. I am going to be going into some spoilers here, and it does have some twists and turns that may be surprising, and I would hate to actually ruin it for you. So that is your spoiler warning. If you've not seen it, go watch it and then come back here. For everyone out there who is not familiar with David Cronenberg's work, his work includes The Fly, Videodrome, and also a few other in the body horror genre. He did kind of get out of that a little bit, and I think the last time we've seen him do something like that was 1999's Existence. And, well, I kind of miss the old David Cronenberg. However, his more straight-to-the-point stories and without all the general weirdness and everything, they're actually pretty good movies. I think this is probably my favorite out of his post-body horror types of films. However, I will say that some of his later films are actually really good, such as the movie Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen as well. And then you also had the movie Cosmopolis, which I thought was actually a pretty good one too. Like a lot of other David Cronenberg films, this one here is actually a very solid effort as far as from a direction standpoint. He pulls off some great shots and he really captures the small town life that the stalls are living. That whole small town American life feel is just really well done. And it's even more surprising to me because I don't know how it is to live in Canada as David Cronenberg himself is from Canada and is a Canadian, but he really does a great job of making the town feel real and where nothing really bad happens there. I would say probably their crime rate's very low and well, you have mobsters show up and they threaten Tom's life. It just so happens that these mobsters, well, they know Tom as Joey. It appears that Joey is really Tom, and Tom is really Joey. He took on this new life and tried to reinvent himself. I gather in the movie that it's a thing that he tried to step away from the whole mobster and crime lifestyle, and apparently he was always the crazy one, as they put it. Crazy Joey is what they call him. 
and it's surprising with the way Tom is actually portrayed in this movie. It's actually really hard to believe that this guy who appears to be a relatively good guy could have a past like that, and that's one of the really great things about this movie. The fact that you have Viggo Mortensen playing this character, and when he actually confesses to his wife that he is actually Joey, and that he was more or less reborn when he met her, it's a great performance because you can hear it in his voice. He has a little bit of that wise guy sounding mobster come out a little bit. And not only that, he changes his look a little bit. I don't know if he changes it with his eyes with the way he does it, but it's convincing. You actually believe that he's trying to act his way at being Tom, but Joey is still there ready to come out at any given moment potentially. What does this mean for his character? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Well, who knows? Are you going to judge him by his past or are you going to judge him by what he's become in his future? And that is actually really where the movie succeeds because it makes you question things a little bit. It'll make you discuss things potentially. Everyone else involved with this movie, with Maria Bello playing his wife, Edie, I think she does a great job as far as really giving that performance of she doesn't know what to do. She thought that her husband was somebody else. And here he's been lying to her for probably 20, 30 years. Who knows how long? And we're kind of there in her shoes throughout the entire movie where we don't know what to think of him either. We're rooting for Tom or Joey, whatever you want to call him. We're definitely rooting for him. However, should we be rooting for him? Should he really have to pay for his crimes? What we knew as a good man, a good father, presumably a good husband, here he is, he has this horrible past attached to him. And I think that's where the title of the movie really is interesting, A History of Violence. There's a theme in the movie where he's trying to shelter his son from resorting to violence. He doesn't want his son to maybe go down the same path as him. He worries that maybe the violence would be hereditary potentially. And his son winds up having some violent outbursts with a school bully. He winds up killing somebody in self-defense to save his father. And these are all things that he never wanted for his son. And I think by that logic, I think then Tom is a good man. I think he should be Tom and not be judged as being Joey. And with the way the movie ends, it really makes you question whether his family is going to accept him knowing the truth. It's probably a great burden lifted off of his shoulders. However, in the process of potentially making things right or making things better in his life that maybe he could actually still have that future. Is his family going to be a part of it? We don't really know because the movie leaves everything off on a cliffhanger and kind of a discussion. However, I think the amount of emotion that's played out in the movie, there's no dialogue in the last few minutes. 
and the whole movie is played out with the emotion on everybody's face and I think it's actually a really great scene. I wouldn't want the movie to end any other way, however it would be nice for explanation, but I think explanation would actually ruin it a little bit. Getting back to the acting a little bit, I know I stepped away from Maria Bello's performance, but I think she does a great job in the movie. I know I stated that earlier, but it really is something special here in the movie. I like how conflicted she actually is, and she doesn't know whether she wants to allow Tom to be back in her life. But her performance really supplements everything that Viggo Mortensen is doing. This is truly some fantastic casting that they were able to make it work between the two actors. I don't know if they've worked together before in the past. I can't recall seeing both of them in the same movie, but they really have a chemistry and you really do feel like there's something off when he finally admits that he's Joey. A lot of the things in the movie feel natural and that's one of the things that feels natural in the movie. The husband and wife small town family relationship has a very natural feel about it. I like that during the sex scenes in the movie they actually have a little bit of awkwardness to it because if you think about it sometimes some of the things that we do behind closed doors may have a hint of the awkwardness to it but again it all feels natural. The only scene in the movie that people would probably object to is where it almost seems like Tom is going to rape his own wife and it's just in a not so much a throes of passion, but a blowing off steam between the two of them. And it's a very awkward scene on the steps, and and I don't know, that's the only word I can use to describe that, is that it's very uncomfortable, but the scene and the way it feels is conveyed very well. And while we were talking about some sex scenes and stuff in the movie, I think we should actually talk about the movie's blood and gore. The movie is very light on, I guess, any actual violence that only happens in a couple scenes. However, when it happens, it's stuff that you'll probably never forget. There's little things such as Tom stepping on a guy's throat, and then also completely breaking a guy's nose clean off and then proceeding to show the aftermath. It's a pretty nasty looking scene and pretty surprising. You also have a guy get shot in the face and then of course the aftermath is shown. I think it wanted to make the violence and gore more shocking by kind of easing us into that, I guess, false state of calm and the false state of calm would be basically the town itself and the small town living. So the movie uses everything to great success and the questions and the realistic nature of the movie itself is really what makes it a great movie. You have that great direction, you have a great story. You also have a great supporting cast. You have Ed Harris, as Mr. Fogarty, and he does a great job in his limited amount of screen time. He's probably in the movie for maybe 10 minutes, but he really does give you that feeling that he's a scary guy, and you really don't want to mess with him. The other notable supporting actor, who is well known, 
William Hurt. I think he does a great job as Tom's brother or Joey's brother, however you want to think about it. He does a great job. Again, he's probably in the movie for maybe 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes tops, but he gives a great performance. And the fact that this movie didn't win any Oscars and wasn't nominated for more kind of blows my mind. I don't know if it's because it was based off of a graphic novel. And I think I should talk about that actually a little bit real quick. The graphic novel itself is good. It's not bad. However, I think it provides a little bit too much motive for the Tom Joey character. And the whole thing is really just cut and dry. It doesn't give you those questions or anything that the movie does. And that's where the movie succeeds and the book fails. However, it is a pretty good read. If you do have a chance to check it out, I recommend you do. I would probably recommend maybe reading that first before seeing the movie. Because I think if you see the movie first and then read the book or the graphic novel, I think it would probably ruin one or the other. And it might have an outcome of which one you prefer better. I myself actually prefer the movie, but then again, I saw the movie first. So that might be why I would prefer that as opposed to the graphic novel. Who knows? I will say this though, the graphic novel does end on a different note and also the motives that Tom's character is given makes perfect sense and I'm glad that the movie did not go that route but I think I'm going to close out this episode as a reminder you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes if you do not do the whole social media thing you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to catch up on some past episodes, you can do that at wherever you're listening now, or you can check out my webpage at adamanalyzes.com. And the final thing before you go, if you have a free moment and could leave me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice, I would greatly appreciate it. That allow me to reach new listeners and continue making some new episodes. Plus, you know, I love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.